to our brand new show It's not that complicated, so listen close We'll go through IMDB Reviewing all of Tom Hanks' movies Hanks Bank, Hanks Bank Hanks Bank, Hanks Bank Hanks Bank, Hanks Bank Hanks Bank Ready when you are Ready when you are Ready when you are Ready when you are Okay, one second, I've got, I got two possible openings I'm going to go for, let's go, okay I'll, st- I'll, stick- I'll stick to my first one and then I'll, I'll-, I'll-, I'll introduce the second one later. It's really naive of you to think I haven't included everything up until this point. <laughs> well played. Hello and welcome to oh, the Hanks Jesus. Bank, the show in which we decide whether Tom Hanks would approve of our financial choices. Jamie, I oh. hear you made a fun purchase this week. So did I. <laughs> uh, yes, and in fact, I made uh, this purchase, which was uh, a pre-order of a PlayStation 5. Um, I got an email uh, that uh, Argos had had them in stock, and I hurriedly <laughs> went. Okay, and I, I felt the pressure because I'd missed out on it previously, uh, and so I put in all of my information. I thought, sweet, secured the bag, got the package, looked at it, I'd put in the wrong uh, door number. <laughs> and so, so my neighbours are gonna get a lovely <laughs> gift on November nineteenth. <laughs> um, I am currently in discussion with Argos to hopefully get that changed, um, but I hear that we should have a rivalry due to what you have pre-ordered. Uh, yeah, you Sony pony, get out of the way, alright? It's time for the strongest, most powerful console to take over, guys. That's right, I'm an Xbox guy. You might have realised this because I'm the cooler of the two. Get in there with Game Pass, cha-ching! Am I ever going to have to pay for a first-party game again? Dear God, I hope not. They just bought Bethesda, never going to pay for a Bethesda game again. Pa-ching! Oh yeah! We're, ba- we're back in 2006 and the console wars are raging once more. What an exciting time to be alive. I also like your definition of uh, paying £25 a month for a uh, subscription service as not paying for anything ever it's, again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's 12 quid a month. Is it 12 quid? I, 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 I don't know. I thought it was going up. I don't know. I don't, I don't, you know, I, I, I've actually got a, um, a filter on any screen device that I use uh, of any mention of the word Microsoft or Xbox. That's how committed I am to me and my Sony fandom. Um, I, I refuse to even uh, ad- accept the existence of, uh, of any Jamie, other Jamie, options. Jamie, Jamie, yeah? all I'm saying is if you were to pre-order an Xbox, your first month would only be one pound. All right? One pound pound that's that's only one think about it that that's less than five pints of beer in london <laughs> look look alexander i'm an adult i have disposable income at this point i am fully willing to accept that i probably will also buy an xbox at some point in fact i made the same week i purchased a ps5 i made another equally expensive purchase of a uh, new computer i'm an idiot alexander i'm an actual moron so, we're so in a pandemic and i am just flagrantly throwing away money on electronic jamie, devices jamie jamie two things one you're a cheater that's a recession as we've learned in this pandemic that is the one true pandemic proof job <laughs> it's a cheater and two we go back to our central sh- uh, question of the show uh hanks bank and it's would Tom Hanks think that that was a good banking decision? Um, 
Would Tom Hanks himself think that? Well, there's two answers to this. Would Tom Hanks, uh, the the person, the soul of Tom Hanks, would the soul of Tom Hanks agree with that? Uh, no, I think he absolutely wouldn't. I think he'd, <laughs> uh, he'd give me sagely advice uh, as my father and tell me that... Uh, that I should be wisely investing my money. I should be putting it in uh, in a good ISA, you know, getting myself uh, financially stable for the future. Would Tom Hanks today, who is a multi-millionaire and have absolutely no concept of how much £500 actually is, no, he would, have, he would think, oh, what? That's, that's how cheap consoles are these days. And thirdly, would Tom Hanks in this week's film think it was a financially prudent decision? Of course he would. He is a part of the corporate machine. And before I find out your answer, Alexander, because I truly don't care. Hello and welcome to Hanks Bank, the show where we chronologically review Tom Hanks' entire IMDb. I'm Jamie Loxon and with me as always is my co-host Al Gillespie. Say hello, Al. Uh, Jamie, today, you might not know this, is the six-year friendiversary of us being friends on Facebook. Is it really? Huh. Yeah. There you go. What would, what would, what would, what would have happened around this time? We probably would have just finished the first play we did together no it's yes no, no first play we did or together just, was a, oh no yeah you're right you're just right got, you're right just got just got in maybe we hadn't when we hadn't finished it but it was around around that time around around yeah, we yeah. were either uh, rehearsing or, or finishing the up the first of, yes the, the play that we uh, rehearsed and put on in two weeks which was a just viciously stupid thing um but hey i mean have you read those backbone reviews um anyway so uh, how are you doing alexander we're five minutes into the show already who would even know uh, you know, I'm good. I'm good. The weather's a bit a bit queasy here today. I think I'm gonna run 10k. We're gonna see how that goes, Jamie. I'm gonna I'm gonna hesitate to say not very well. Uh, I tried to start a, uh, a plan amongst my family, not realizing how expensive it would get separately. Uh, where we would each week make a new cocktail and toast to each other wherever we were. The issue is uh, spirits get expensive real fast, especially in Canada, a country wherein you can't you can only buy alcohol from specific state-owned boards all right oh, good. we live in a communist hellhole jamie this is what happens when when the left wing goes too far just thank god that jeremy corbyn isn't in control of your country <laughs> right now lest you live in the totalitarian wasteland of canada absolutely um speaking of alcohol uh i am i am very hungover today uh oh. and i'm i am not i'm not suggesting that maybe this week's film drove me to drink but but I did watch the film and then have a significant amount of alcohol afterwards. You can draw what conclusions you wish from that. Uh, but that does mean that I have had uh, not one, but two cans of Coca-Cola today. So I'm oh. going to be bouncing off the walls in this record. So oh. let's plow in and get ready to talk about this week's film, The Circle. Obviously, people who have listened to us before know that we give you... Oh, wait, no, wait, what am I doing? We yeah, don't... Jay, I'm, get, I'm, 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 so, I'm so loopy through sugar that I'm skipping over parts of the podcast. Of course, we are the show that chronologically reads Tom Hanks' entire IMDb. That's what I say every single week, Alexander. But that's not all that's week, going Jay. on. You didn't say it this week. I did. You wanted to cut it out, all right? You're like stealing my bits and then you forget your own. No, I do, Honestly. Say, I do say it every single Honestly. week, Alexander. It's in the, It's the beginning of the show. I say it twice every single week. I said at the beginning of the show, and then I reiterate it at this point in the show. Um, so yes, we are the show that chronologically reviews Tom Hanks entirely. We will, we will not do it. We've heard it all before. But also, there are aliens. You know, they've come down. They invaded Earth around in October uh, 2019 or something. Like that. No, 2018. Um, 
uh, and they wanted us to join the United States of Space to replace the planet Flomatron 8 that was leaving uh, the United States of Space. There are process called Flexit. Obviously, that process is still ongoing. It's getting a little muddy in the water. They actually think there's going to be a, a second border around uh, the, the, the county of Flint uh, to allow trade to come through. <laughs> I think we've also discussed that there is a space virus r- riffing through uh, the space community. So maybe there'll be a couple of other um, spots opening up on the United States Space Council as uh, other countries get uh, completely sucked into a uh, post-viral planets. oblivion. Planets. Yes, planets. Pla- yes, planets. Thank you. Um, but yes, all of that's going on. But basically, they wanted us to prove humanity's worth to join the United States of Space. And so we've been doing that by presenting them Tom Hanks films. That is the Hanks Bank. We chronologically read Tom Hanks' entire movie and decide which films go in the Hanks Bank, the collection of TV shows and movies we're going to show to the aliens to prove our worth to join the United States of Space. But as of about four weeks ago, they got in touch. They were like, it's, it's not really doing it for us you know we 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 saw hologram for the king you know we, we we hear what you're saying but but unfortunately you might need a little bit more evidence and so we of course obliged and have come up with a sequel to hank's bank and so over the last four weeks or so we've been giving you a clue to who this actor or actress might well be that is going to uh, take the mantle from Tom Hanks himself. Uh, Alexander, could you recap for me uh, all of your clues while I try to remember mine? Sure, sure. One second. I'm just giving this up. Uh, so, of course, very importantly, it was that uh, uh, very specifically this, this person, uh, man, woman or, or mythical monster, uh, was 50 foot tall. Uh, could breathe a radioactive fire, mm-hmm. uh, was present uh, that time Dick Cheney shot that guy, um, was on the oh, bus taking former a Former Vice the, President Dick Cheney. Former please, Vice please President Dick Cheney, sorry. give him I, the any, title any, he deserves. Uh, so, so let me reshow with my other one. Uh, was on the bus taking a shit while current <laughs> President of the United States Donald Trump was saying that he was going to grab someone by the pussy, known as the Actors oh. Hollywood tape. Oh, uh, was caught soliciting prostitutes in West Hollywood in the mid 1990s, late 1990s. Uh, had an alleged affair with Mohammed bin Salman, the Crown <laughs> Prince of Saudi Arabia. Yes, alleged, and alleged, allegedly. <laughs> and you know, we say alleged, but I'm sure there are photos of this. Uh, uh, during the early 2000s, was uh, like the trade show spokesperson for the AK-47. <laughs> about that one. Oh goodness and my clues of course have been that this person's name has never been one of the top 50 most popular names in the United States this person has never been in a film with Tom Hanks this person uh, has won has been nominated for I believe multiple teen choice awards uh, this person has a connection to Shakespeare and this person of course has been in a superhero movie. So those are all the clues we've had so far. And as we mentioned last week, someone has correctly guessed who the identity of this person. So anyone who hasn't guessed it, you are big dum-dums. You 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 know you know no things. Um, so of course, please do get in touch if you do guess it, uh, so that you can no longer be a big dum-dum. But of course, we will not tell you if you are correct. Um, my clue this week is uh, that this person has appeared in a movie musical. That's right, Alexander. We're going to hear some singing. It's going to be magical. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks for leaving me dead in the fucking water after that. 
Oh, oh, my friend, one, I would anyway, and two, my Wi-Fi is slightly choppy right now. Uh, the wonders <laughs> of uh, transatlantic podcasting. Uh, my uh, my clue, of course, Jamie talks about musicals. Uh, who, who doesn't love uh, a good musical? Uh, mine is that this person actually charted on the uh, Billboard country charts uh, at number 53 back in 2004. I'm not, I'm not going to say, look it up, but I'm just saying Billboard Hot Country uh, country Charts, number 53. <laughs> does it count? It, 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 does that count as being on the charts at number 53? Yeah, Jamie, it's the top Hot 100. How long is this chart? That's a very long 100. chart. 100, <laughs> it's in the name. <laughs> I don't think they do the Hot 100 for country. I, do, I, I refuse to believe that there are 100 country songs that anyone listens to in any particular week. Um, so those are our clues uh, for the uh, potential uh, sequel. Uh, not potential. It's it's going to happen, whether you guys like it or not, um, uh, to Hank's Bank. Uh, we are, we're getting close, Alexander. I think we have four more episodes after this, or four more Tom Hanks credits. Um, The Post, Toy Story yeah. 4, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, and Greyhound. Uh, and mark it in your calendars, uh, dear listeners, because in two weeks' time, two weeks' time, the Toy Story 4 episode, we will finally reveal the identity of this person that one person has already guessed and anyone who hasn't, you're big dum-dums. Um, so you have two more weeks to, to no longer be a dum-dum uh, before we will uh, unveil the grand mystery. <laughs> so, uh, as I tried to do earlier, people who have listened to the show before know that we, uh, before we dive into the film, we give a little bit of uh, show context and a little bit of film. Con- no, that's the same thing. I re- oh, I'm, I'm all over the place, Alexander. Uh, we give a little bit of historical context and we give a little bit of film context. What was going on in the world at the time of this uh, film coming out, and what were some of the behind-the-scenes dirty little secrets that we can find in a two-minute scan of the Wikipedia page. Uh, perhaps we should be better at our job Um, but this week uh, I have been tasked with uh, the film context and you have been tasked with the historical context this film comes out in uh, the year 2017 and I believe it is the only Tom Hanks project to come out in the year of 2017 are you about to correct me? nope the post also comes out in 2017 Jamie so I'm only going up to April but don't worry a whole lot lot happens in April my friend alright I went up to the release date of this film as anyone watching this film for the first time in cinema of course would Uh, some fun things Jamie Donald Trump gets inaugurated such fun the next day the largest protest ever in US history uh, it happens with a woman's march uh, with over 420 marches happening in the US and 168 around the world. Uh, it is the, also the large, it was at, at the time the largest worldwide protest. Fun! North Korean leader Kim Jong-un assassinates his half-brother by <laughs> um, having two assassins uh, basically get some VX nerve gas and shove some VX nerve gas in his face uh, at an airport. Fantastic. Always fun. Alright, it was also on the day before Valentine's Day. I think that was unfair. Um, 
The Switch comes out, Jamie. Everyone, of course, loves the Nintendo Switch. It's your the fan favorite console, which you can play both docks and in your hands. What's not to love? Can we do that with the PS5 and the Xbox? Well, I guess in the Xbox, technically, there's xCloud. So, in a way, yes. Uh, not with a PS5, though, Sony ponies. Uh, the Eurovision Song Contest. No, that's in May. Screw me. <laughs> Jamie, what I wanted to do for my second part yeah. uh, was last week, you threw some aggressive shade. Uh, towards yep. films in the year 2016. Yeah. Did you I, or did I, you I, not? I, I just said that it wasn't a banner year for the film industry. That's all I said. Right. So first of all, I think you're talking shit. But second of all, I'm now just going to run you through some films in the year 2017. Okay. All I want to know is, uh, are they hot or not? Okay, okay, good. You don't have to tell me what that means. I've been right? on, the, I, I've been on this website in the early 2000s. Don't worry, I understand the concept. Okay, okay, okay. So just, just get in the zone. Just psych up, son. Psych up. Okay. Uh, Dunkirk. Good. Hot. Whatever. Just fuck. I forgot the rules. Blade Runner 2049. Hot. Kingsman, The Golden Circle. That's the second one, right? Yeah. Not. Thor, Ragnarok. Hot, baby. Justice League. Not, baby. Jumanji, welcome to the jungle. Oh, so hot. I watched that for the first time at your house. It's a good film. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, hot. Uh, Well, I haven't seen it, but I'm just going to assume hot. (laughs) Guardians (laughs) of the Galaxy Volume 2. I think I've seen it. Hot. Sad times, Jimmy. Sad times. Baby Driver. Oh, no. <laughs> Am I going to be cancelled if I say that I don't like that film? No, you'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. It has flaws. It has flaws. It has a, has they a, exist largely in the work of the... misogynistic flaws. Um, here's, here's my thing. The flaws are mostly predominant from the fact of the body of the, the director's work. Right? Like, I, I think most of it is, and hopefully parts of it will be sold if he continues to make better films with better cast not better cast but like you know what i mean like yeah. as a film well made film yes i agree with that i have the uh, soundtrack on my uh, spotify because it's a great soundtrack um and we just forget about some people that were potentially in that film um anyway what else have you got for cast. me <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that's the last one, uh, but for two, because apparently a lot of superhero movies come out this <laughs> the year. The last Wonder one, Woman. but for two. So it's not the last one, is it? Wonder Woman. Um, I, I, I've uh, checked now it. who's a misogynist? Yes. Now who's <laughs> a misogynist? I did the second you said it. I haven't seen it. Uh, I, I, I have not seen it. So, so I guess I didn't not. Ask I guess whether not. Or not you've seen it, I have not. I asked seen it. or not. Well, I'm going to go with. I have not seen it. So not. Okay. Uh, Logan. Uh, I have also not seen it, so I can't give it a hot because it would seem very mean of me to give it a hot when the only reason I didn't put one of them in the hot is because I hadn't seen it. Um, but I did hear that Hugh Jackman is sexy as fuck in that film, so in that sense, hot baby. Whereas Gal Gadot just let herself go. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> just, just looks horrible. Just the true gargoyle in, uh, Jamie, in Wonder Woman. Jamie uh, cannot appreciate the female form. Can only appreciate the raw, muscular, uh, naked manness uh, that is Hugh Jackman in Logan. Absolutely. Right. Uh, is that all you've got for me? Is that all I got for you? <laughs> Jamie? I just created a new segment. All right, <coughs> first person in the world to create the hot or not list, and you know, he gets, he gets, 
thrown aside. Sorry, sorry. Right. I, I'm sorry being tell so... Tell me about the bloody circle. Oh, can I tell you about the circle? So, uh, before I dive into a little bit of film context, let's give uh, a short plot summary. It's not a tough film to summarise. Uh, Emma Watson uh, plays uh, a young woman down on her luck uh, looking for a new job. She gets a job at The Circle, uh, which... <laughs> Uh, where the it's fuck? Apple and Facebook mashed together. Yes. Uh, well, no. <laughs> My favorite line from the Wikipedia is: "There are similarities between the Circle Company in this movie and the famous company Google. The names of both companies are six letters. The names of both companies end with L E. The shapes of C and G, as the logo of both companies, one in the movie and the other in reality, are very similar." Um, <laughs> It's just the worst fucking yeah it's it's a big tech company that is overreaching and and evil and trying to uh implant uh, implement uh, worldwide surveillance um and tom hanks plays the head of this company and slowly but surely emma watson gets sunk more and more into uh, their terrible schemes eventually have it becoming the first person to be fully transparent i.e have their uh, life completely documented via a camera on their person uh it's basically like the truman show but if uh Truman actually knew he was in the show. Uh, so that's a better pitch. That's that's a much better pitch. Yeah. And uh, then, then the film gives her itself. So well, yes. well played. Yes. Well, in, in fact, the concept relatively interesting. It, it, the concept yeah, 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 yeah. Is, is is perfectly fine. Uh, I, it's, it's I just, hear this is based on a book that people enjoyed. Uh, yes, it is based on a book by uh, called The Circle by Dave Eggers. Uh, now, why have we heard that name before, Alexander? He was arrested in 2015 for crimes against humanity. No, uh, you of all people absolutely should know the name Dave Eggers because uh, the film Hologram for the King was also based on a Dave Eggers novel. Um, Yeah, as you say, relatively well received or or at least better received than uh, than the film. The film itself, uh, I believe, has a round about an 18 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, It was made on a uh, 18 million dollar budget and made back uh, 40.7 million, which is it's fine. It's It's fine. It's not a terrible flop for a low budget film. It was it was the director's highest grossing movie. Yes, but, but it's a uh, low-grossing Tom Hanks film. Yes, but when you look at uh, the director and writer uh, James Ponsoltz, uh other films, uh, that's not particularly surprising. I mean, d- weren't you absolutely racing to the cinema to see this 2013 hit or the spectacular now? People love that film. People I've, love. I have never. He heard has it. the director has two films which people love: the spectacular now, and the other one is um, the end. Of the watch is meant to be very good too. End of the tour. No, the end of the rose. The end of the tour. Um, I, I have not heard of any of his films. I apologise to James Ponsalt for not being more uh, more savvy with his uh, his particular no, no, filmography. No, no, Jamie, maybe Jamie, James, Jamie. maybe James Ponsalt is going to be the James Ponsalt famously was taking a shit. Oh, sorry, allegedly was taking a shit on the uh, the Access Hollywood uh, bus while Donald Trump made those comments. So you know, perhaps, perhaps James Ponsalt is our sequel man. Who knows? Send us a message and we won't tell oh, you. Oh, man. <laughs> um, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, uh, f- perfectly fine. Uh, makes back uh, enough money. Uh, it stars, obviously, Tom Hanks and Emma Watson. Emma Watson uh, doing a uh, a passable, 
a passable American accent. Um, it, it wavers, it wavers, but it's not it's not the worst American accent I've seen by a British, uh, British here's, actor. Here's the thing with Emma, and we need to get this out of the way because I don't want to bring it up at the end. Emma Watson is to American accents what Colin Farrell is to American accents, all right? Roughly the same level of can do an American accent, which is, at a British public school, you would probably be cast in a decent role with that accent, all right? Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> in a multi-million dollar movie maybe cast an American to do their roles yeah uh, but um, doing a much better American accent and criminally underused in this film is John Boyega um, oh. playing uh, a, a a lost plotline spoilers about... spoilers <laughs> yeah I know spoilers. I'm just trying to say who he is he plays uh, a man who is off the grid basically he used to work for the circle yeah, and yeah. no longer does uh, we have Karen Gillan who plays Emma Watson's best friend and the person who gets her into the company uh, and slowly transitions into Gollum throughout this film um, <laughs> we have uh, Ella Coltrane um, a name that some people may be familiar with most famous for being the kid from Boyhood um, and if you watch that film and thought Oh, they got really unlucky that this kid didn't turn out to be a good actor. Well, lucky you. <laughs> he continues that streak in this film. Um, I we... disagree with that, but sure. Oh, I don't think he's good in this film. I, he's I think horrible. he's like in the Christmas. I, I, think... I think he's fine in Boyhood because he just turns out more and more angsty, and sure. it, like it works I, I, for the film. Here's the thing: why it works for Boyhood, and why is is I've been thinking a lot about Kristen Stewart recently. Will she be the person we're doing next? To uh, probably not. Uh, and in the way in which like they have a style of acting that is well served in certain movies and with certain like creatives behind it and is not well served in other things and I think he has a very very and they're both like it's a very naturalistic thing and it's it's, well, it's both naturalistic and also kind of weirdly stylized and like that really works in some movies and that does not work in the circle here uh, we've also got Patton Oswalt playing uh, another member, uh, another head of the company alongside Tom Hanks. Uh, and then Glenn Headley and Bill Paxton playing uh, Emma Watson's parents. Uh, and this was actually Bill Paxton's last movie uh, to be released. Uh, well, not before. It, it released shortly after he died. So it was the last role uh, he did, uh, which is terrifically sad that one of the last things Bill Paxton did on screen was shit himself. Who's Bill Paxton? Bill Paxton. Oh, you should know Bill Paxton. He was in Apollo 13. And he also plays um, the interviewer, I believe, in Titanic. He is the man that is interviewing the uh, old lady in Titanic. Uh, is probably one of his more favorite ro fa famous roles. A storied career. Yeah, I mean, he, he's a perfectly successful actor. Don't, don't speak so ill of the dead, Alexander. Just because he shit himself in this movie Jamie, doesn't mean he's a not respected today, actor. Earlier today, I made fun of someone getting assassinated with PX nerve gas. That is the least bad thing I've done this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, there's there's not much interesting about uh, this, uh, like other than the people who are in it. It's quite, a, like, a pretty decent cast. It is, of course, produced by Playtone, Tom Hanks's uh, production company, which we will uh, come back to, because we've sort of, uh, we, we keep on mentioning Tom Hanks's production company, Playtone, and the films uh, he produces. And and we haven't yet seemed to notice that most of them are bad. Like, most Playtone produ produced films that Tom Hanks is in 
are bad. I'm not going to throw shade at the rest of Playtone's filmography because I know that Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia 2 are in there and I wouldn't want to be so disparaging (laughs) um, about... um, some people's favorite movie uh but you know we've 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 been on many a run here movie, um, many, many people's, people's favorite um, movie. but we've been on a run here a uh, hologram for the king ithaca and the circle all uh playtone um larry crown uh, the great buck howard it's really not since 2007 with charlie wilson's war that uh, a tom hanks starred playtone production was even slightly good um which is is questionable um but that might come back around because he does uh produce greyhound which i've heard okay things about and yeah, we, will things learn, about we will learn about in about four weeks time um jamie i i, I think also you got to bear in mind that this is the same man who yahoo said do you want to make like a kind of short tv show and he said yeah i'm gonna make electric city all right <laughs> yes very i think fair. that teaches you everything about what happens when you give someone unlimited power Yes, yes, it is. It is possible that Tom Hanks uh, might not have the most discerning eye uh, for his own productions like he did when he was selecting which films to be in in the 90s. Um, anyway, so that's uh, I, I'm going to maybe. Oh, there's there's one other thing. He won uh, two Oscars in the 90s. Yes, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying he chose oh, his right, films right. better in the 90s I, when he was I thought you said he, cho- he doesn't choose, didn't choose his films better well in the 90s. Uh, maybe, 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 I, maybe. It is possible, Alexander, that I used the word discerning incorrectly. It is okay. possible that I don't know what that word means. I just <laughs> thought it sounded smart. Let's move oh. on from that, shall we? And I will, of course, once again, it's been uh, ever since last week. This film begins! <laughs> yep. As all good films should. With Emma Watson in a kayak, just kayaking away, alright? She's by herself. Is that a safe thing to do when you're kayaking? Well, she's wearing a life jacket, so it's okay. Absolutely. Uh, You know, Emma Watson, she's got uh, a tough old life. Uh, She's got a shitty car. The brake doesn't really work. That's dangerous. She has to call her ex-boyfriend. Guess who it is? It's it's not. It's not just dangerous. It's illegal, Alexander. Um, And yes, who who is her ex-boyfriend? The boy from Boyhood. That's right. She's dating a five-year-old. It's creepy (laughs) as shit. Um, Yeah, Ella Ella Coltrane. Um, I I think it's sad that Ella Coltrane uh, is not a better actor because he has a very distinct look. And and it it's it suits this. It's the it's the shitty kid you know from your high school town who hasn't moved out and looks a little bit creepy but has a heart of gold. He's 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 got that distinct look very much down, uh, and it's very sad that he <laughs> cannot read lines good. Um, so she's uh back at home with her parents, uh, Bill Paxton and Glenn Headley. Um. And complaining about their life and and dad's clearly ill. We latterly find out he has multiple sclerosis. Um, And uh, Emma Watson gets a call from her lovely, lovely, broad-accented friend, Karen Gillan. Why does Karen Gillan get to keep her original accent and no one else in this film? Who knows? But uh, she Uh, is Scottish as fuck in this film. This is the most Scottish Karen Karen Gillan you've ever seen. This is Karen Gillan's act. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is Karen Gillan's actual voice. She does the same accent in Doctor Who. All right. It is probably her most Scottish she's been in a movie. Uh, although I'm sure she's done some films in Scotland, which just no one has seen because Scottish film industry. 
Yeah. Um, and um, she's so great. She, all right. Yeah. She's, she's, she's in the she's gang of 40. She's up in the kind of C-suite of the circle. How do they know each other considering she's Scottish? And one is kind of, you know, very poor Californian-American. Uh, I assume university, all right? The, the great yeah. equalizer. Yeah, look, just don't, don't ask questions. Um, which we, we then have um, the first sign uh, that uh, this... Uh, oh no wait before this before the interview scene which is terrible the interview scene is very bad and i want to talk about it but before that i got my first sign that this film was horrible because did you spot alexander that they literally quote the simpsons they don't quote the simpsons because they're not doing it knowingly but they lift a very famous line from the simpsons directly because she gets a call from karen gillan and karen gillan goes what are you doing and she says i'm at my job you know the place that gives me money which i can trade for goods and services that's a that's a very famous line from the simpsons like money can be exchanged for goods and services. That's that's like Jamie, an extremely that's, that's, famous. That's a famous line from lots of things. No, it's not. No, money it's can not. be exchanged for goods and services is a basic concept of economics. Yes, but, you cannot. But, no, but phrased in that very specific way as a jokey well, money line. Money can be exchanged for goods and services. It's just in economics textbooks. No, no, no. I refuse. I refuse that. That is not most famously known for being a line that Homer Simpson says. That is a very famous line. Oh, wh- wh- what do you mean? Money can be exchanged for goods and services. If you Google the phrase, money can be exchanged for goods and services, I yeah, guarantee yeah, yeah, you yeah. do not get Econ 101. You get the Homer Simpson scene. It's a very famous line from The Simpsons, and it made me very angry. Don't let me not be but, angry but about it this. But in itself is a reference to an economic concept, all right? You know, it, it is the, the phrase, money can be exchanged for goods and services, is economics all right i i okay you know, okay fine Jamie, but you know you the, know there's also the concept of asking someone a question that can't they can't refuse but it's kind of famously been done so maybe you shouldn't steal it for your bad movie about google that's not about google anyway we get the horrible interview scene <laughs> uh which it's 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 the perfect level of i think a sort of thing that probably works in um in like a book but just really doesn't work in uh, in here where people just are too intelligent they say thing they don't speak like human beings for example they're going through the interview and then he goes okay quick fire round paul or john early paul late john sonic or mario <laughs> early sonic late mario no so let's stop there like let's stop there also right? yeah okay yes thank you i know the exactly what you're going just to just mario yeah the um, answer is just sonic mario sucks all the time but to be poncy enough to be like, well, I like Sonic 1 to 3, but when they get to the time he's a werewolf, I'm like, fuck yeah. off. And, and obvious, like, oh. obviously, Super Mario Bros. 1 to 3, released in the 80s, famously the lowlights of the series. Yeah. Um, so, it's yeah. fair enough to say I hate Super Mario Sunshine, but otherwise, you got to keep it pure, Emma Watson, just Mario. Yeah, but the, the, the interview is like the epitome of like, we're a new wave tech company and we've got interesting interviews. We want to know about I mean, you. I mean, having done... I can't remember if I sounded anything for this. That makes it sound way more impressive. I interviewed at a store, um, which was like a tech store, right? The interview process... But like a... Well, I'm Whatever could it be? Oh, yeah. The, the interview I have process no was weird. The interview process was a weird interview process. They do... And like... But I agree that this is not done as well as it could be if that was the intended effect. Yeah. Like, they definitely do have weird interviews. Um, 
so uh, she 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 obviously gets the job. It'd be very very weird if the <laughs> she did start on the movie, interviews the circle, doesn't get into the circle, move off. She goes to uh, off on different adventures. So she gets introduced. She's in the customer experience um, uh, team, and her coworker is introducing her to the system and how they have a rating system. And uh, you know, if you're talking to a customer, they can give you a hundred a rating out of a hundred, and you always want to. He's got a perfect hundred rating, and so she's he's really excited about that. Um, and you know he's walking her through like oh if they, if they ever you know don't give you a hundred go back and ask them be like what the fuck why didn't you give me a hundred you piece give of me shit 100. give me a hundred give me a what can i do to give me it's it's meow meow beans there's there's many many meow, meow. there's many many concepts of this entire thing that have uh re- just really been done um in in various other forms um the the idea here being very similar to the community episode meow meow beans where she gets rated all, and all the black mirror episodes or like every yeah, people. or like every single Black Mirror episode. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, she starts doing her job, and you know she's starting out. She's getting like sixties, and you know a couple of eighties, and she's doing okay. And then we get um, our first scene with Tom Hanks, where she goes into a uh, a tech a like one of these things where it's not a tech conference because it's a, not public. A Friday forum. I, they're, they're, they're typically referred to as forums. Um, imagine they're in a kind of uh, Google theater. So, you know, they're in an auditorium. Every Friday they gang together and they kind of present a new idea, right? So someone goes up and they kind of talk about like something they're working on, a new idea or something like that. Yeah. And Tom um, Hanks goes, yeah. guys, bo- let me tell you what. And first of all, this is really important, Jamie. Sexiest Tom Hanks has ever been in a movie. Oh, right? Oh boy, this is a, he's working the beard in this film. I like. He's got work. a great beard. He's got some okay dad jeans, and then he's got this kind of like really tight like uh, sweater, like he's got a little zip down sweater. And oh boy, am I here for this Tom Hanks? Yeah. Uh, he's like, look, guys, you know what everyone hates? Privacy. You know what everyone <laughs> wants? Cameras everywhere. Super yes. cheap. Everyone can buy cameras. Yes. With so there's... really high intelligent face recognition data analytics. Yes. Does there's... this have room for human rights abuses? Ha ha ha. What a human rights bitch. Yeah. The, 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 this this company starts out like comically evil right off yeah. the bat. From the bat. Um, obviously in this scene, uh, Tom Hanks is being very tech bro-y. If you go back and listen to our... Um, uh episode our mini-sode about the sony what what was the what was the name of the conference uh cex no cex is the company is it cex cex CES. press conference yes not cex cex is the company in the uk cex yes thank you the commuter commuter it's the consumer consumer um, electronics electronics expo um Go back and listen to our mini-sode on that, where um, Tom Hanks is very much mocking the exact kind of character uh, that he is playing in this film. So he he is well-versed in uh, in all of the uh, mannerisms that they should have. And of course, everyone in the company is laughing so hard at every single joke he makes. Even the mildest joke. Look, even, even someone like me, who belie- believes he should receive more laughter than he does... Um, I would be put uh-huh. off. I would be put off if people every single mild joke I made were like, ha 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 ha! Yes, Thomas, very funny. Um, but that's what everyone is like in this film. Um, and so yeah, they have cameras everywhere. They've got little eyeball cameras that they can spot, and and like they go, he he literally goes like, oh, this is uh, this is Istanbul Square. Can you see any of our other cameras in this shot? There are 163 of them. Nothing will happen without us seeing it. Isn't this fantastic? uh, And I don't... 
the confusing part is like why any because it's not implied that like it's like a nest camera it is implied that it will just be streamed to everyone yeah this is google inventing a youtube but just like rather than having con- like having like specific content creators it's just what if you could see everything everywhere all at once ever yeah um then of course in the most logical thing that happens in this movie beck turns up and he plays a concert for everyone at the company um he's the guy that d- does the concert i assume you did not know that was beck no i didn't know that, that, that i thought is... it was colin hanks no no that is beck beck plays a song for for 20 seconds for some reason um karen gillen uh, takes uh emma watson away from the party to like the special room and it's the room where like all the all the secret meetings. It's happen. his office, Jamie. It's Is Tom it just Hanks his office? office. Okay, it's I, his office. I just I thought it, I thought it was like the meeting room or something. I didn't know no, it was his office. We see the meeting room later. Is this? Is this? All office? right, all right. It's his fucking office. All right, get the fuck off my back. I was watching this in the <laughs> bath with a beer. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yes, might not James. have been paying much attention on this terrible, terrible movie. So look, they go in. Uh, Karen Gillan's like, "This is the power room. You got to sign a verbal not an NDA that you won't." Uh, tell that you've wait, been wait, wait. In sorry, here. sorry. Could like, you please sure. do it properly? She goes, "This is the power room. <laughs> You've got to sign an." India. <laughs> yeah, this is very Karen Gillan famously. <laughs> See, this is the amount of laughter I get. Regent man, right? Um, Jamie definitely put down on his spotlight that he could do a Scottish accent. <laughs> 100 percent um anyway so yeah she's like you've got to sign a verbal nda always in this so cool this is where all the decisions are made oh by the way i've got to go uh i'm really busy i'm going to amsterdam and then i'm going to london and then i'm gonna be back here um <laughs> she needs to get some of that wacky back here yeah. am i right she's so, just like oh boy <laughs> so this is when she meets john boyega and john boyega john boyega, john oh, boyega Pulls a bottle of wine out of the floor. It's very weird. Jamie, it's a bush. Oh, it's pulls a bush. it out of a bush. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. Well, yeah, completely it more logical. Completely more logical. Into the earth. Yes, well, that's what it looked like. A lot of this film is quite dark and it's very hard to see. But either oh way. Oh, my God. Either way. It's not like having it in a bush is any more logical. It just has a bottle yes, of wine. Yes, it is. <laughs> Jamie, there is a difference between me going and a punch <laughs> in the floor. Oh, I have a bottle of wine. Are you stashing a bottle of wine in a bush? I'm which is a more normal thing to do. I'm willing to accept that me saying that it was not any more normal than him stashing it in the ground was perhaps an overstatement. But I still maintain it's very odd that he keeps it in a bush. Um, so... Uh, he gives uh, this. He gives bush wine uh, to to Emma Watson. What? Friends, no, it if, sounds if, like if, some if, kind of back, like some like a vaginal a wine created from vaginal yeast. Which <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! When you say bush wine, that's what it sounds like. It could have been no from, from from Australia, from the bush, mate. <laughs> Come oh, on. I thought the other bush. All right. <laughs> um, uh, but yes, uh, he he gives his uh, lovely sweet bush wine to uh, to Emma Watson. Mm-hmm. If anyone ever offers you bush wine, don't take it. That's a weird thing. Um, it's also definitely hey, like lukewarm hey, and disgusting. Guys and gals, all right. If you're ever in a position where someone offers you bush wine, say yes. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, but they they have a little chat and they're like, hey, isn't it weird how everyone's like super happy here and like so, oh everyone's like always amazing, isn't it great? Um, isn't it weird I, all these people with high paying jobs are all yeah. happy? <laughs> I maintain that scene would work and make a lot more sense if both of them were speaking in their English accents. I think that makes yeah, so know. like like immediately you're like oh they're yeah they're bonding because they're British and they don't like like the and it would seem less it would seem more like just two people who are like implants into a, a different society like just feeling a little bit uh different about it rather than it just very much seeming like they recognize that the company is horrible and weird and creepy but don't do anything about it um anyway he leaves without finding out uh may doesn't find out his name um i should say at this point that this this character is from the book an amalgamation sort of of two characters uh may in the book has two different lovers in the book um i own and they've cut both of that out and in fact uh this this sort of seems like it's going to be a romantic plot line and then it never develops into that um but i just yeah. mentioned that because uh my favorite thing about it is they have obviously this rating system um and in the book uh the guy always comes before having sex and then asks her to rate him of zero to 100 and he, she gives him 100 every single time which i just I, I i was delighted by that detail uh in the in the plot summary i read to the book um anyway none of that's in the uh in the film which is sad i think it'd be a much better film if it was yeah, um yeah. she goes back home uh for the weekend sees her dad uh her dad shits himself as i uh, as i mentioned before um due to complications because you know yeah he's, Jay, he's dying not, 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 I, I probably shouldn't make... like he's drunk and comically shits himself <laughs> and everyone's like whoa <laughs> just got wasted is that he has ms and like is debilitating disease. yes yes perhaps I, I i i retract my comments um about both the dead bill paxton and the bill paxton of this movie that has ms um she meets uh she meets up with um ella coltrane again her ex-boyfriend and he's like a oh. creepy ex-boyfriend who makes weird antler chandeliers yes all right? this is an important thing to mention yes he makes, makes weird antler antler chandeliers. chandeliers yes um that is introduced at this point and it is actually an important plot point um and he also expresses his dislike of the circle um at this point i mean all, almost all throughout it was it it was never really quite clear what the circle actually was they're just it's, a big tech yeah. company it seems like it's a social media but it's also more than that i, I think it does a couple things i think basically think of it like you know how you log into other websites using facebook yeah so imagine if uh in order to get your facebook account imagine if that was the product so true you was the product which is basically like an online id which you need to have your um uh like you need to give your real name for it and it basically i think afterwards becomes like a blockchain thing so like you are always identified as you there is no hiding your true you thing is your passport to use goods and so to use goods and services on the internet yes um and um, then i think there are social media aspects of that for yes because they keep mentioning this is the great scene where it's like uh you can give me a smiley you yeah, know smart, smart isn't that so middle school <laughs> yeah. when we were like get stickers and stuff and now people give like happy face or like frowny face to like totalitarian governments that's kind of weird in my middle school right um yes i think i can't remember which there's a comedian who has a bit uh, a bit about that where it's like 
reviewing the Chinese government on Google. Oh, thumbs down. <laughs> like, it's Jamie, either thumbs Jamie, up or thumbs down. Oh, are yes. you suggesting again that this amazing <laughs> movie has committed plagiarism? Because let me tell you what, all right? Prove it in court, my friend. Prove it in court. <laughs> I am not suggesting it's committed plagiarism. I'm just suggesting it's perhaps not very original. Um, anyway, she makes it back uh, for the weekend. She's gone kayaking again. She loves going kayaking. Um, and I think we also get introduced to the idea of uh, government. Apparently there's government, like one senator who wants to... Um, wants yeah, to shut down the circle boyhood for antitrust boy, laws boyhood boy basically was like <laughs> you heard about this cool senator who like you know doesn't trust big companies having access to all our data and maybe thinks they should be investigated and out of the circle they're like burn the fucking witch all right yeah burn her to the ground um and when she gets back uh, on monday back to work uh, she's got two chipper two chipper oh, co-workers say, who yeah. come in and go uh, hi there, May. How are you doing? I, I happen to notice that you uh, haven't engaged with the social aspects. Now, of course, all of these aspects are optional, but there are thousands of people here who would love to hear from you. Um, and they're all super creepy, and Ooh. they're basically like, get involved or you get the kick the fuck out. There are th- some other choice lines here that I cannot really understand, where they're like, you're just like an enigma to everyone. It's been two weeks and you haven't connected your like personal social to the company social. I'm like, you're the biggest mystery we've ever had. And again... May's working in customer service, all right? This is yeah. Google, and yeah, May works like, in like, the has, customer yeah, service like department. Thousands and thousands and thousands of employees. Um, yeah. But yeah, these two, again, just ridiculously creepy. The performances are so over the top that no one could ever be considered to not think that this is creepy. Yeah. It, it links to my general criticism of this film that the, the, there's never any nuance. That the the company is comically evil from the beginning, and May well, is therefore an idiot. Like I think there is nuance in three characters of the entire, no, four characters of the entire film. Well, Boyhood we, Boy, I think, <laughs> because of his very muted performance, yeah, gives like a fairly like that you know gives a fairly naturalistic reading on the character. Tom Hanks, Tom we'll Hanks is good. properly later. It never plays it ridiculous, right? No, not uh, at all. Pat Oswald same never really plays it ridiculous. Nor does Karen Gillan. They all, Karen Gillan turns into Gollum, but believably turns into <laughs> yes. Gollum. Yes, she, she's just she's a real Gollum. But yeah, May once again has no no adverse reaction to these incredibly creepy people, and she just goes, "Okay, cool, I'll hop on the social." And like these people are, there is quite a funny line where they they're like, oh, "You seem to go home for the weekend." What, what were you what were you doing we, we, we had so many activities here and she oh yeah i went to see my family and i went kayaking and the guy goes i go kayaking we could have kayaked together um and it's completely over the top but it's uh, it's quite funny in in how bad it is um but yeah so she starts to engage with the social aspect uh and she also uh has a little call with her mum and her mum goes hey look there's this uh, antler chandelier here that uh, that y- your boy made. Isn't that cute? And she's like, yeah, it, it is. Looks, so she takes a photo is it, of it. Is it? Is it cute, uh, Oh, no, it's not. Let's no, it's, a it's, here, it's, a think... really, it's a really ugly, creepy chandelier. Who wants yeah. fucking antlers, like, just hanging from their roof? Horrible. Antler chandeliers are only okay if you're in a weird hunting lodge or somewhere up in the highlands of Scotland. Yeah. Everywhere else, creepy. But yeah, so she takes a photo of it and posts it online, being like, "Hey, look at look at what my what my what my friend does." Uh, and so we then uh, get a very short scene where uh, Karen Gillan takes May to the doctors. Uh, the doctor goes like, um, 
like it's, it's giving her like yeah. a, a a general checkup and then says hey why don't we get your your dad in here because i hear he um is shitting himself all the time um we can we can fix this him. is a really weird thing to fixate upon he has a mess <laughs> he has a mess all right <laughs> it's sure he's got he's got problems uh, they basically get him. They get him on the company healthcare plan. Yeah, which and is, and uh, May and so May is like really nice. thankful to Karen Gillan. Uh, this is the first. Yeah. The oh, re- really arguably also the only she gets a microchip which tracks her every step at this point. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. We probably won't touch on it because I don't remember exactly when it happened. But um, uh, she may at some point meet someone uh, who goes, "Yeah, I'm working in the uh, the child protection uh industry yeah. uh, and we've got a system that uh can can reduce uh reduce child kidnapping by 99 percent. and may's like oh my god that's amazing how do you do it and she goes oh we uh we inject a chip into their bones uh, and may is like what oh you're serious and he's like i'm very serious about protecting children from uh from abusers if a child is and this is the bit where it makes no sense like some of the techno babble in this makes no sense she very specifically says if a child is ever not where they're supposed to be we get a notification within 90 seconds i'm like what do you mean not where they're supposed to be like how do you how does that tech work at all obviously the the idea is Obviously, it's a horrible invasion of our privacy and it should be allowed. But also, just on a technical level, that makes no sense. It's, I, I hope and agree, it's a weird scene. These are all warning signs that maybe you're working for an evil company. Yes. Oh, no, they're not warning signs, Alexander. They are They are neon lights flashing in your eyes every four seconds. Um, Patton Oswalt uh, uh, meets with uh, a at, the, at the same party, she meets again John Bon... John Bon Boyega, sorry. I don't know. I, I keep calling him John Bon Boyega. Because I think of it as John Bon Jovi, um, yeah. but John Boyega um, at the party, he's like, uh, "You know, uh, I really hate all these nerds." And she's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, I also hate nerds too." And he's like, "You want to see something terrifying?" And she's like, "Yes." And they go see a server farm because earlier in the film, when they were talking about the senator they hated, uh, they got a local congresswoman um, to yes, agree uh, to played, be the first played by uh, I can't remember the actress's Carla name, from but Scrubs. Carla from Scrubs. Um, and she's going to be the first ever transparent uh, politician. Everyone will have access to every email she's ever sent and, and stuff like that. Uh, and this so is cool. apparently and a good thing. Sure. Well, you know, I, to some extent, there's also obviously classified material which shouldn't be shared with... Uh, yeah, you know. yeah, perhaps. Perhaps but her emails. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so yeah. They but everyone's emails, fun. Jamie. Also, if, we have, if we have access to everyone's emails, no one will give a shit about emails. Of course. Um... um it's also at this point that May once again proves that she is an idiot um, because uh, like John Boyega goes like, oh, do you know where they store all the data? And she's like, isn't it in the cloud? Like, does she think that that when something is clouds. stored in the cloud, it's like actually just in the ether, that there isn't somewhere physical where it is being stored? Yes, Google and Facebook and Apple all have massive warehouses that are just fucking huge hard drives, basically. Yeah, servers. Um, um, it's also no, so Jamie. I find it funny that that's what you thought was the idiot point, rather than the next thing we see, which is guys. Guess what? John Boyega created the Circle's most famous product. Yes, she didn't know who the fuck he was. Yeah, yeah. Um, she he, and, and he's like, wait, you didn't know who I was? And he's like, well, you never gave me your name. I'm, and he's like, I'm very famous. <laughs> like, um, but yes, uh, this is. I think 
basically the last we the last time we have an actual scene with John Boyega, I think. He we ap- have one more. We have one more. Does it? Okay, you'll have to remind me when we get to it. But he, sure. he appears in the background. Um but then she yeah. meets up with her ex boyfriend again in the hallways to uh, uh to well, the well, well, just very quickly, sorry, I just want to quickly finish with the John Boyega bit. Oh, just yeah. because it is it is important for the rest of the stuff. The basic thing is John Boyega uh created True You, so the kind of thing used for online verification, he likes that. Um he basically got offered I can't even, I don't even remember if he's basically one of the three founders of the company, but if not, the company basically just keeps him on the payroll, he gets paid, he's rich enough that he can do whatever he wants, but he doesn't really want fame, he likes anonymity, he believes that everything shouldn't be public, and he is uncomfortable with the direction in which the company is going. Yeah. Um, he, he is powerful enough that he gets to sit in on any meetings he wants to, but for the most part he kind of stays around the, he kind of lurks around the campus, but... Uh, May seems to be the only person who's actually noticed him. In yes, yes, he does. Tape. He does a lot of lurking in this. Film. Also, John Boyega in this film was maybe 26, 27 tops. Like, how old is he meant to be when he invented True You? Yeah, yeah, consi- like, yeah, <laughs> like this. It's not like this company pro- scout, pro- sprouted up overnight. Like, this is clearly a very well established company. Um, but yes, the next scene, she then is meeting up with her ex boyfriend, and her ex boyfriend is like, "You put me on the internet, and now I'm getting death threats. You suck." Um, everyone's calling me an animal killer. I hate they you. They call me a deer killer. They're, yeah. they're saying I kill deer. I don't kill, kill deer. deer. I, I just, just use their bodies. with their skulls. <laughs> um, but she is getting, uh, this is all getting filmed by people uh, around as will become a um, a theme of people like just pulling out their phones and filming things. Uh, it's been done many, many times uh, in other films. Um, and yeah, he's just like, oh, leave me alone. I just want to be left alone. She's like, come on, let's, let's go. We'll get out of here. He's like, no, fuck off um so at this point for some reason um emma watson decides to steal a kayak and go kayaking in the middle of the night um i don't really know what happened in this scene it was very dark and i couldn't see So basically (laughs) she capsizes she's not wearing a life jacket she's in the bay of san francisco which notoriously is a is has very strong currents for example you might not want to kayak there by yourself you definitely don't want to kayak there by yourself without a life jacket you really don't want to do that at night Uh, but guess what guys suggesting that may is an idiot is that what you might be suggesting, Alexander? That she she isn't the sharpest tool in the shed, perhaps. She's she's uh, a one, one. She doesn't one, even one know what her accent is. is. Hey, <laughs> J.K. Rowling, go please fix yourself. Stop um, it. You're horrible. Uh, anyway, so she gets saved um, by by a company at, by by like by by a company by like the coast. By yeah, the <laughs> government, know. Jamie. The government. By essential services. Um, by team and rescue. they say the only reason we were able to see you is because of. Um, the circles uh, technology they had a camera and they saw it all happening um, so she meets in uh, Tom Hanks's uh, office and Tom Hanks uh, and Patton Oswalt are going oh we know is there anything you want to tell us uh, and she's like I've been here before and he goes <laughs> I know don't be scared by that but I know everything about you but let's ask now that you don't have a secret anymore do you feel better or worse? She's like, oh, I feel better. Maybe maybe I should invade every human's privacy. Uh, and so she agrees to be the first ever 
fully transparent person. She goes on one of these Friday forums uh, and is like, uh, obviously, I you've all heard about me. I was the person that I was a fucking broke idiot and I broke the law. And they're not. I'm thankful to the people who are deciding not to uh, punish me. Uh, and I'm thankful to them. And the way I'm going to do that is by putting a camera on my body for the rest of my life. Uh, and this is when the film becomes The Truman Show. Yeah, it's also, like, importantly, the, the, the case that is being made is people act better when they are observed. Yes. Yeah, that's... And therefore, and that secrets are lies. Yeah. That, that, in, that in not disclosing everything, it is the same as lying to people, and therefore everything possible ever must be disclosed at all points. And so she will prove this by being the first ever transparent person. Um, and we, we now enter the only thing i liked about this film uh, which is uh, as now may uh, goes through her life broadcasting her entire life uh, you get flashes up on the screen of all the comments that people are making in real time and oh if i could just watch a reel of whoever like came up with all of these comments it's great like like some of them will be regular stuff like good morning may how are you doing did you sleep okay and then there'll be one guy going my cat has tuberculosis <laughs> It's just a bunch of really weird, funny, uh, thrown-in lines uh, that I like quite a lot. It is at this point that I am confused how people interact with the May stream. Um, but again, Techno the battle. movie's not interested in showing that to us. Sure. Uh, May goes through. She's now like a superstar, right? She's watched by over a billion people a day. It's kind of creepy. She calls her parents one evening. Can't see them on their in-house cameras kind of weird she's like I'm what? let's go through all the possible cameras oh no it's her mom straddling her dad and pumping his dick yes using a very With very explicitly not not, not fucking not, very explicitly pump. not fucking him <laughs> using a penis pump <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just, he, yeah, uh, fair enough. He's disabled. It's. Yeah. I know. I just. I. It's just. It's, it's the it's weirdest a thing detail. you expect to see, and she's yeah. not traumatized by this. No, no, not she's, at all. She's like, ah, um, I hope the engineers see that shouldn't have happened. But why? Why shouldn't it have happened, May? You believe secrets are lies. Should you not know when your parents are having sex at every time they're having sex? Apparently, May, that's your philosophy. Yeah. Um. In that same montage, I believe she goes to an improv show. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a weird little scene of her going to an improv show and a guy going, I'd like to, I'd like suggestion of a famous person, please. And then the person next to her nudges and goes, May Holland. And, uh, and yeah. At this point, she also runs into uh, Karen Gillan. Karen Gillan, uh, who's uh, who started, who's started into... her golem, uh, started her golem transformation. Um, yeah, she, once she was Smeagol, but now she is gone. Yes. Um, she and, found the ring, and the ring was just lines and lines of speed, all but right? But also, it's an absurd scene, because obviously she's broadcasting everything, and she goes, uh, Annie! And then Karen Gillan carries on walking, and then she goes, Annie! And then this carries on for, I think, around about a minute, and she follows her Annie. for, like, for like 400 metres, just going, Annie! 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 May is an idiot, uh, and she finally uh, uh, stops her inside, and they go, okay, let's go to the loo, the only place where uh, she, she isn't recorded. Um, Jamie, secrets are lies. Secrets I should are be lies. Able, as is mentioned earlier in the film, every single human experience and piece of knowledge about human existence should be available to everyone including what emma watson looks like while she's pooping yes i should be able to hear emma watson's poop it's in my it is my governmental right um but this is uh, actually a scene which i quite liked just because i think this was uh, i messaged you and said that karen gillan is uh 
is acting Emma Watson off the fucking park. Uh, and this was the scene that I was talking about. Uh, Karen Gillan has a breakdown. She's like completely run down. She's so busy. She's so exhausted. She doesn't like the privacy. She doesn't like that she can't have a real conversation with her friend. Um, and Karen Gillan is acting very, very well. And Emma Watson is not. Um, she is... Uh, We'll come back. She's actually fine. She's, she's, she's it's, acting it's fine. fine. Um, but yeah, Karen Gillan it's is fine. acting very, very well uh, in her. Like, she, they, they, they're like, they've like slapped pale makeup on her and given her, given her big bags uh, under her eyes. Uh, and then just as she's leaving uh, the bathroom, there's like a bing as clearly she is being recorded again. And she just flicks on a smile and goes, bye, May. Um, we then have uh, the worst suggestion that any human has ever made. As so we go so into we've got to give some context to this. Yep. There, there's a thing uh, coming called completion. And completion, if you see, because the logo of the circle isn't a complete circle. There's always a little bit of a gap, Jamie. And completion is making sure that every human in the world ever possible is in the circle. Yes. Why? They... Because choice is bad. They are... Apparently trying to like get completion. 80%, 80% of Americans or something have, have, uh, have a 83% of voting age Americans are on the circle. So they've suggested to the US government and local states, why not, if, if to register for the circle is you need all this to give all this information away, which is basically the same stuff you need to give away for voter registration, why not have everyone registered for... Uh, yeah. on the why, why not having a circle account make you automatically registered to vote basically um, yeah which is which is not the world's worst idea that's no, okay idea. Yeah. In, improving improving voter registration and getting more people registered to vote uh is it a would, fantastic way of not dis- disenfranchising it people would take a real evil genius to step that up a couple notches into human rights abuse territory yes so in steps may holland who uh who of course is having this this meeting live streamed uh, and she goes um well how about we make it a legal obligation to have a circle account? You know, there's plenty of other things. We have laws for many things. We have laws for whether you can drive a car or what you can do in the street. You're not allowed to murder people. Why not have a what? have it be allowed? Have it be a legal obligation to be a member of the circle? And it's almost as if it's almost as if Alexander, none of those other things are a legal obligation to be a part of a private entity. It's almost as if that is the worst explanation for anything and justification ever. That oh, we have laws, therefore it should be the law to be part of our company. But fortunately, it's Karen also- Gillan is in the room. <laughs> Yeah, like... uh... Yeah, so Karen Gillan goes, um, and how would you do this? Is this not perhaps slightly immoral? And Tom Hanks goes, ha 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 ha, leave. Shut up, Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're just tired. It's at this point where I think she has reached peak Gollum. She's like filmed from far away as well. And she is literally like a goblin in the corner of the meeting room. Um, But of course, May is is heralded as, as an absolute... Uh, genius. Uh, she, Everyone the, loves this idea. Absolutely. No one, there, there couldn't possibly be any opposition to this idea. Uh, um, other than Karen Gillan and John Boyega, who yes. was like, what the fuck is happening? Um, but not a, saying anything, just standing in the corner. Yes. Uh, we should mention at this point, um, her parents have not been speaking to her, unsurprisingly, because uh, it was her fault that uh, them using a penis pump was broadcast to uh, a billion people. Um, so she finally manages to get them on the phone uh, and they go, hi, honey. Um, we like having our privacy, please. Goodbye. Uh, and May 
is sad about this uh, for oh, 10 seconds uh, and then stops, stops being sad about it. Uh, she moves on. She doesn't seem to have any uh, issues with it ever again. Um, and she steps on stage ready to unveil the newest oh, product. Yeah. May, May is, so there was like some debates going around and this is kind of crazy. And then she kind of goes in saying, we've got 23 countries in principle to agree that everyone should be forced to sign up for the circle. Yes, and, and they're, they're going <laughs> to run their voting. Very specifically, sorry, we, I said that everyone should have a circle. It should be legally obliged that everyone have a circle account. And that is because then they would run elections through the circle. Um, that's that's the idea that everyone has to have a circle account and then they would run elections through the circle account and that would be the mo the peak representation everyone would be represented we'd have the most representation because everyone would be voting um which cool um and so sure. now she now goes up and she's like 23 countries gonna do this but guys i'm may so if i can be responsible for one form of human rights abuse hey why not let's step it up to two baby why not let me decide two uh human rights abuses she creates soul search soul right? search soul and 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 you know you know that very you know that thing called the witch hunt I think those are good things. <laughs> Jamie, I think this is very specifically an episode of Black Mirror. I think there is a there are several like Black Mirror episodes within this movie already. Yeah. Um, the idea is we're going to take... Um, I, I don't quite understand how this product works. I, I understand in the scene how it works. Yeah. I do not understand how no. it's a product. Basically, they're but like... The idea is they will crowdsource bounty hunting. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. So basically they go, look, we've got 20 million people watching right now. Um, so what no, no, they, have, they have a billion people watching, 20 million of whom are in the UK. Yes. 20 Can million we people. find this person who, who locked her three kids in a closet and went on a holiday to Spain? Yes. So, and they uh, died of starvation. Yes. Which and is so, fucking dark. And she then, then she... slept away out of prison. Yeah. Let's find her, guys. Um, and Creepy. let's see if we can do it in under 20 minutes. Um, and so they're going, there's, there's, you know, there's techno babble up on the screen. It makes no sense. And then sudden, there's the the gif of, uh, an image pops up of the, um, scarecrow from the wizard of Oz saying, is this her? And she's like, ha ha, but let's get serious now, guys. Okay. And then just, just pops up on the screen. Some person filming from their phone being like, may I found her. I found her. And they're in a kitchen and this woman is there. And, uh, so they, they fucking bum rush her and capture her and they do it in 10 minutes. Um, and, and they're like, cool. Look at us. We're great. So, so now I, I want to be clear. I have just introduced you a mind bogglingly crazy concept but let's take it one step further immediately. Let's ignore that we want to use this for the uh, purposes of capturing criminals. And let's immediately use it to find a civilian. Straight away, get on board, you fuckos. Um, and she's like, hey, let's just find any random person. Could be a friend, family member. How about your ex-boyfriend? Uh, no, please no. Please, okay. Panos was in the corner. Yeah, Panos, Panos was in the corner. Like, you gotta do it. Gotta be your ex-boyfriend, mate. Gotta be Mason. It's gotta be me. Um, and so she's like, okay, yeah, sure. Um, but remember, be be nice to him. He's 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 kind, and this is someone who doesn't want to be found. But what if we could find people who even don't want to be found? Let's see if we can beat our old record. Um, and then. Within ten, within like four minutes, 
people have found him in a fucking cabin in the woods. Um, it's, it makes no fucking sense. Um, but they're filming. They're filming the cabin, and they're like, "Hey, we know you're in there, my guy. Come out. Come on." And then he uh, runs the fuck out and gets in his van. Um, people manage to stick a camera on on his truck. So we can see him on the inside and also drones have appeared and also May can speak to him through the speakers on these drones. Um, so she's like, hey, yeah. it's OK. It's May. Don't be scared. Stop My voice car. is coming out of a drone that is <laughs> chasing you. Please. It's going to be fine. Um, and then I think I, I'm not sure. Um, I know in the book his next action is deliberate, but I did not catch in the film whether it is an accident or deliberate. Did you figure it out? I I think it's implied to mostly be because of distracted driving, right? Like okay, it's, cool. he's really distracted. All this is distracting him. He kind of hits the brakes. He swerves and he falls off the bridge. Falls what happens bridge. in the books? Um, in the books, he he kills himself. He 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 like he just straight up. He he does drive off a truck off off the uh, off a bridge, but he does it deliberately because uh, because of the harassment. Um, so yeah, um, May uh, obviously screams um, and then cuts black, and it's three days later. Um, he he has died. Uh, the, her her ex boyfriend has died uh, directly due to her actions. Um, uh, and 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 no. To be fair, to be fair, largely due to the actions of this evil corporation. Like she she didn't want she didn't want it to. And specifically, we failed to mention, but Tom Hanks comes out on stage and says, "We're gonna find Mason." Yeah. So it's at at although she see me, I, I can't tell whether or not she spearheaded the creation of this program. Which is potential, yep. or if it's just like she was the spokesperson for it, but like she didn't initiate this, like she was kind of bullied into the initiating of the search. She is, re- she is one of those responsible for his death. Yes, um, she's back home. Uh, her parents are like, "How are you doing?" She's like, "Yeah, not great." Um, she has a call with Karen Gillan, who has gone back to Scotland, and de- as as we all know, uh, Scottish Details. water is yeah. so incredible for your skin; it will yeah. stop you from being a golem. Um, oh, can I just say? Can I just say? It's the one thing I think all Scottish people agree with uh, that the water everywhere else in the world can get fucked. All right, I moved to London, and I was like, "Am I going to be sick?" I lived in Yorkshire for a couple of years as a kid, and uh, the water there has a lot of limestone in it, and it was cloudy, and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> Um, this uh, this scene has very explicitly one of my big pet peeves about movies uh, that decide to do video calls. Um, the the quality they they are very clearly on their phones, and the quality of them holding their phones and over Wi Fi across like continents is absurdly high. Jay- There's like blurring in the background, and additionally. Like it's very clearly very stable. Like no one is holding this camera. They they sure. have the the fucking most rock hard biceps of anyone to keep this phone just perfectly still. Like if you're gonna include a scene where it's very clearly supposed to be like actual footage coming from someone doing a video call, just use an actual phone. Just use a phone. I, we won't mind. It it, it oh you know, and they use phone me. footage in a lot of the rest of the film. Yeah, so exactly. Like, I don't know why they don't use it here. Um, also, too, one, Karen Gillan's not even on Wi-Fi. She's out in a field. In the yeah, yeah, she's in the middle Scotland. of nowhere. Like, like, like If fuck. you think there's 5G in f- bumfuck nowhere, Scotland, yeah. let me tell you what, you're wrong. Uh, but yeah, basically, um, she's like, I got out of the company. Look, I, it, it, the, the company was just so absurdly, obviously evil. Also, sorry, your friend died. Um, no, so obviously, but also vaguely evil. Like, the things they do are evil, but also, like, in terms of specific evil stuff, it's always kind of like, eh, you know? Yeah. Yeah, sure. um, 
so she uh, goes to her parents and says, uh, <laughs> you're not going to believe this, guys. I'm going to go back to the circle. Um, and they're like, please don't. It got your friend killed. And she's like, don't worry. I have a plan. And up until this point, everything that is suggested about me being an intelligent person means this plan's probably going to be great. Um, she yeah, at this point goes to John. But so yep. two things. One, she first goes back. She meets up with um, Tom Hanks and Pat uh, Oswald. Tom Hanks and Pat Oswald, who are like, "Look, it, what happened should never have happened. Obviously, he was a troubled young guy. We're going to give a presentation about it." And she's like, oh, "She's like, gonna, you're going to set up a fund for his family." She's like, "They're like, we're going to set up a fund for his family. Sure." It's weird how no criminal investigation has been started, but sure, it's fine. And they're like, look, what we're going to do is we're going to give you the same deal as we gave John Boyega, right? You can pick what stuff you want to be on. You'll be on the company payroll with a shit ton of money, but you don't have to be on anything if you don't want to be on anything. Uh, no obligation. And like, come be on this thing on Friday if you want to be on this thing on Friday. And she's like, uh, I'll, I'll decide later. She then goes to see John Boyega. This is John Boyega's last scene. Yes, I don't remember this scene. You'll have to remind me what happened to it. It's very vague. She basically, basically what they set up is that she wants to take down these guys um, and they're in the kind of giant data service farms. Early at the beginning of the film, we kind of see two of the giant servers. Now there are thousands. It's in some very bad CGI and sure, whatever. At this point, uh, Tom Hanks is giving a presentation um, about how to help troubled men. Basically what it does is it, it kind of, has a CGI recreation of Mason falling off the bridge. Yes, and how how Mason being the boy from boyhood. Um, to yeah, uh, if they had the technology to like stop the car, like a self-driving car, uh, that's what should have happened. Yeah, and he's like, this doesn't exist yet, but what if it could? And like, that's not helpful at all. That's that's not a potential solution. You could have like, sure, we could invent technology to stop people falling off a bridge, but like what no bugger off that, that, that's no website at this point may shows back up on screen and she's like guys my camera's back on that's right i'm fully transparent once again and they're like oh may's back and she forgives us because we didn't murder her boyfriend and she's like you did murder my boyfriend and they're like you you heard that you did murder my boyfriend we didn't murder her boyfriend but you <laughs> we didn't she loves us and may's like great let me take over the presentation you know the problem was we kind of uh, mason could have been saved, but he wanted to be lost, and he should have been viewable. At all yes, yes. Time, so. the, the the issue here was actually that there there wasn't enough transparency. That, that not not that there was too much invasion of privacy, but there wasn't enough. So it shouldn't just be me that's transparent. It should be everyone. And so with that, I found Tom Hanks and Pat Oswalt's email accounts and their secret email accounts and their and John, secret yeah. secret secret email accounts that even their wives don't know about um we then John Boyega she, helped with this yes uh, um, and and she's like and look now it's all available to everyone uh and we get the best line of the film uh where tom Hanks, where everyone is cheering and tom Hanks just turns the baton once i'm like we are so fucked um <laughs> it feels like the whole film was building up to that um but i will explain why uh why it's potentially unsatisfying um so oh it's incredibly unsatisfying yes so um, uh, she's like at this point pat Norsoff goes fuck off and leaves the stage he tears yes. off the pin he goes off uh, tom hag stays because you know it's a power move why not pat Norsoff shuts down the power yes right? he turns off. um but everyone uh in a in a hunger games-esque level of uh <laughs> fighting Easy. against an authoritarian regime all hold up their phones to light up her face and she goes oh gee thanks um and then it cuts to black and then may is kayaking again uh but she looks up 
and there's a drone looking at her uh and she smiles uh and then it zooms out and you know there's there's cameras everywhere and and in fact nothing has changed alexander this was it 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 was fully her her taking down the two men firstly has seemingly no consequences um and, and wasn't actually intended to take them down and was in fact supposed to be apparently just support for the idea that we should have cameras everywhere and we should have privacy uh we shouldn't have privacy no, 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 we, we shouldn't have privacy and we shouldn't have privacy and Let's- and everything should be filmed and that's the end of the fucking movie. That's it. Let's talk about this film. Let's talk about this film, Jamie. I, I, this, this film fucking sucks, Alexander. I hate this film. This might be the worst fucking Tom Hanks film I've seen. And we've seen a lot of fucking bad Tom Hanks films. This movie is so bad. This movie's message is horrible. It makes no sense. The techno babble is awful. The, the, the May's character is viciously stupid the whole way through. There is, there is no reason to ever sympathize with the main character because she's an idiot. This, this company is just so patently, obviously evil from the second we learn anything about them. The first thing we learn them doing is putting millions of cameras around the world and broadcasting every moment to everyone like it's so cartoonishly evil that that like there's no sympathy for the character because she should walk out on day one and then her arc makes no sense by the end she's actually like she seems to actually for some reason believe that it's good but also we don't get any delving into oh maybe she was actually brainwashed and like the there's there's double layers of danger to this where where people can like there's no investigation of her being you know manipulated and and her becoming like a drone which i think is the implication in the book but it doesn't like like doesn't really happen in the film we just get that may in the end doesn't learn anything and fails upwards until she is the richest most powerful person in humanity uh, and and also kills her ex-boyfriend. This film reminds me of two films, uh, very specifically that uh, You've Got Mail and also <laughs> Cloud Atlas. Sorry, what? Well, it, in that, I don't know what the hell this film is saying politically. Oh, yeah. Right? And, like, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. You gave a very good explanation of how I felt about this film, which is, like, in theory, and I, I think this is more of the case in the book, where, like, in the book, there is this constant set like sense that this is a thriller, right? Yeah. Whereas, in actually, a lot of this, if a lot of the film, it doesn't feel like a thriller. At all. There is no real thrills in it. Well, it's not a thriller. There's no it's a, tension because no. the company is so cartoonishly evil. If you just had some sure. level of introducing them as but also somewhat they, like, human, here's my issue, right? It it does stuff where they're like privacy is bad, but it never shows any consequences for that. So when I no. say it is vague, it is both cartoonishly and also vaguely evil it is like you see this and you go i know that it would like because they go hey wouldn't it be you know protesters everywhere say that it would be good if we could document abuse because that would help us see abuse and call it out right and i think the film believes that there's a tension in that i i think i think the political point that the film is making is like there's a tension in that there is a need for accountability and there is also a need for privacy and those two things are in constant tension and that a, a movement towards a system where everyone is viewable all the time creates that kind of thing where there is both more mentality and there is also powerful people being held to account it does so in a terrible way because like one it never gives any examples of these things being used either for good awful evil it's just like hey these things are continuously out there and you feel they're bad which okay sure yeah like you you get pe- you get people 
reacting negatively to them. So you get people saying, I want to have privacy, but like you don't actually, as you say, get any actual evidence of that. No. So instead, a lot of the film is a kind of debate about these things, which uh, works better in books than it does in films, and for the most part, it's, it's quite boring here. Two, when it comes to, like, she decides to take down... Um, at the end of the film, the climax of the film, she takes down the, the CEO and the CEO of these companies, Tom Hanks of Patton Oswald. And you kind of sit there and you go, but specifically why? Like, specifically, sure, but they are as responsible for the deaths of your ex-boyfriend as you are, and as everyone in the room in the auditorium is. They were cheering for him to be pursued. You weren't, so maybe you're slightly less out of this. And these two guys were kind of forcing you into the situation. But... What specifically have they done which is illegal? All the way through the film, Karen Gillan's character is sort of a fixer, right? She goes to other countries and she fixes the regulatory issues. It's implied that lots of illegal stuff has been done. It is never explicitly stated what illegal stuff has been done at any point. So we don't actually know why Tom Hanks and Pat Oswald are bad guys other than they kind of feel like bad guys and also we dislike what they're doing for privacy. Which, if you want ambiguity, sure, okay, I guess, but then why is the end of the film vaguely important? Yeah, like, it feels the, like a takedown, but what's being taken down? And at yeah. the end, privacy's dead. You know, like yeah, that's the thing. It doesn't. It seemingly doesn't take them down. We don't learn, as you say, we don't learn what's actually in those emails. We're told about these emails, but we don't actually learn what's in them. So we don't learn that these men go to jail. And if they do go to jail, why is the end of the movie May still being filmed and liking that? Like. Because I, because because I think the, I think what the the film what well, the point the, which it's, I agree. It's definitely I think trying what the point to the go end for the that, brainwash I, thing. It's trying I, to, I, but I it's not she clear. Gen- yeah, well, exactly right. I think she genuinely believes that the uh, the society will be best when there is accountability for everyone, right? Like yeah. when there are no secrets, when there's no secrets, there's no lies, and therefore society will be better. People won't commit crimes. So I think she does genuinely believe that everyone should go transparent which is stupid and like the film doesn't the the main issue so other than the fact that like no evil is actually really shown other than the death of mason is that may's dumbass ideas are never interrogated oh so like horrible ideas like it is presented at the end and if you didn't think if you like it is confusing because it doesn't go and she's been brainwashed it is and- it is very vaguely going like you, you can't tell if the film agrees with her or not Absolutely. And also, I, I've only just sort of realised it, but like, there, there, there is no real-world reckoning with the fact that a billion people watched someone die on live stream due to this technology directly. No one reckons with that fact at all. There is no, like, oh, fuck, that's a really horrible thing to happen yeah. in humanity. Like, like... No one, there's there's a little bit of May being slightly sad that her friend died, but that's the consequence of a billion people watching someone die on live stream while while like demonstrating a new piece of technology. Like like imagine if everyone, absolutely everyone, was watching like some fucking apple phone new conference, and they're like, here's the new apple phone, and and it can fucking find my friends can find your friends find your find my friends can find your friends and and it does it by 
sending out a Bluetooth signal to their phone and then they find that phone and it explodes and it kills the person that it was trying to find. I think there might be a slight reckoning with the fact that, oh, fuck, technology might have gone a little bit far. Um, but none of that happens in this film. And I, 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 I don't know what the end. What is the point? Like you say, what is the point? Yeah, <sighs> it's it's like it just doesn't make any arguments. No. Or like so, if it does, the arguments are weak and wishy-washy and like it it really wants to be a like thriller version of the social network. Yeah. Absolutely. And the social network is the film that is in the background of all of this and it just fails. Yeah. Uh, so obviously uh what we do when we talk about these films is we give them rankings. We rank them based on three criteria. We uh, rank the movie out of five. We rank Tom Hanks's performance out of five. And we rank the Tom Hanks dick meter out of five. The Tom Hanks dick meter, of course, is uh, how much of a dick we think Tom Hanks is in this movie. Um, and then we decide whether or not it goes in our hands. Yes, bank. and and of course, uh, when we say out of five, uh, it regularly goes above five and also can go into the negatives. Um, uh, so, uh, what... What what are you, what are, what what are your final summation summation thoughts of this of this film? I it is not my least favorite Tom Hanks movie. If just because like it is structured like something like Cloud Atlas, I struggled more with partly because of its structure, um, and also like some of his other glaring problems. Um, for me, it's like a non. It is a very unsatisfactory. I love thriller. I love thrillers are like one. Of, maybe my favorite genre movie in terms of like actually really loving them um and this is just boring it's a one a one oh it's been oh i was about to say it's been a while since you gave a one uh you actually gave a one to ithaca like four episodes ago um but but before that it's been a while all the way back to uh the da vinci code to find another one for you um yeah this film is not good uh this film is a film that is grappling with topics that i think are both not talked about enough and also talked about way too much in that it is not it is treading completely non-original ground every single question that this uh that this film is throwing up and then not answering has been questioned and answered better in other things like black mirror like the social network um uh, and and on top of that, like 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 we say, like John Boyega's plotline goes fucking nowhere. Basically, he's so underused. It made, like it makes no fucking sense. Like he's just disappears to be appear in the back of shots for like forty minutes, uh, and then appears back at the end for like a one minute scene. Um, I, I I I I brought it up at the very end of last week's episode. I I don't think Emma Watson is a good actress. I I just don't. Uh, unfortunately, I think she she secured the biggest bag possible at age like nine, and uh, and got very very lucky. Uh, and I think she is uh, a significantly better activist, and and would would yeah. would suit better to to I, give all of her time over to that. I I think she's a very good activist. I think she does support some incredibly good political causes. I think that's all great. I dislike her less as an actress. I like her in Little Women plenty fine. I I think the main my main problem with Emma Watson as an actress is she doesn't do a great American accent. Yeah. And she pretty much nowadays just gets cast in American films. And like to be and that I either think maybe she should this is incredibly harsh, but like 
go to drama school for four years. Um, you know, <laughs> sure. Like, I, I'm sure she like she's obviously had accent coaching. What so, did like, yeah? What did she that, study? But... Uh, she went to Brown, didn't she? What did she study there? Oh, but she did. She didn't do drama. She didn't um, do drama. No. Interesting. Um. Anyway, carry on. She went to Oxford as well. Um. But uh, you know, I just think she needs to be in movies one where she's allowed to do her actual accent and then two movies which are uh, which better with characters not even necessarily with characters better suits her I think so much effort is spent on the accent work that like I don't think the script was good I, let, let me go back on all this I just don't think the script was good enough here for oh, her to oh, give a good yeah, performance the, the, the script is not good the script is, is like, very very bad and we'll go on to our second ranking obviously the Tom Hanks uh, rating Tom Hanks out of five I think Tom Hanks gives an okay performance in this, but solely because the script basically gives his character very little to do, and therefore he has very little to fail with. Whereas I think Emma Watson has given a lot more to do badly at because the script is not good, and I don't think the direction is good. I, I, you know, I, I'm not someone who believes that there are no bad actors, but I do believe that a lot of what we call bad acting is bad direction and bad um, script work. Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, I would. I would, however, posit that there are other actors in this film that are doing significantly more with oh, the yeah. same material. Sure, but um, she also has, but she's she's given more. The more of the script is on her, right? Yeah, that's so, fair. Like, I agree. I think if Karen Gillan was the main character, I think she could have done it better with it. But like, would Karen? Would I think that if Karen Gillan was also forced to do a dumb American accent? Probably not. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. so uh, the lowest I have ever given. <laughs> Oh, it's a minus one for saving Mr. Banks. And 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 I don't I don't think that this film is inherently evil. That's why I gave a minus one to Disney. While while this film is portraying evil things, um I I do not think that the creation of the film itself is evil. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be very very kind to the circle and give it a minus zero point five. <laughs> this this movie, of course, we're reminding uh, all of you that Jamie is still sponsored by Disney Plus. Disney oh, Plus, of course, yeah, yeah. No, no, don't, go, go, go watch every single episode of The Simpsons on Disney Plus. It's incredible. But uh, also, Disney are an evil corporation who tried to uh, <laughs> whitewash their own history. Uh, anyway, um, Tom, Hanks- I don't think that's what I don't think that's the great use of the word whitewashing. It, anyway, it's definitely um, not. I, I look, Alexander. This, this, Sorry, this film. Leon Travis was not a black woman, Jamie. It's <laughs> I know, like I know. I used the wrong phrase. Okay, look, Alexander. This film drove me to drink, and then I had two two cans of Coca Cola, and so I know use word good. Um, I'm but... not sure how much we can blame the film for any of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so Tom Hanks' performance. We just Tom gave Hanks... it to Tom Hanks' performance. No, I get no. I didn't give Tom yeah. Hanks' performance a minus zero point five. Oh, I just sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I, I moved on to Tom Hanks' performance. Oh, had you? Um, you, you <laughs> yes, just, you've we, just... We've just been God. Anyone who's <laughs> got this podcast, sync. well done. We, it, it's driven us insane. Um, uh, look, Tom Hanks' performance. I would give him a three. I think it's perfectly fine. I don't think he has much to do. The script gives him nothing to do. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to bump him up to a 3.5 explicitly because of that beard. Um, so but hard. my my main so my main annoyance with this role for Tom Hanks 
is it is such a missed opportunity for a villain Hanks role. We never, oh, yeah. we never see a villain Hanks. And this is the perfect kind of villain that Tom Hanks yeah. can play because Tom Hanks can play the likable, charismatic guy. So you just mix that with someone who's inherently evil and you have an interesting character. Um, oh, no, definitely. And, like, I, I would like to see Tom Hanks play this character somewhere else. Like, th- yeah. this but same characterization just in any other film. Absolutely. Give me, give me some more evil I, Hanks. I, yeah, I want to see more villain Hanks. He doesn't do it enough, and it's very sad. Um, the Tom Hanks dick meter. Uh, I would like to remind you that the highest you have ever given uh, is 10 in Cloud Atlas. Cool. One. What? What? What the I fuck? don't know what specific... Tell me what specifically he he does that's evil. I'm, right. so, I'm sorry, Alexander. You do not get to hide behind the vagaries of this film. He the film's the very he- vague, Jamie. He head- it shows me no consequences other than the fact that some people forced him off the road. But could they pr- can they prove to me that he- Tom Hanks is criminally liable? Clearly not. He walks free. I'm sorry. The first time we see Tom Hanks, he's like, this morning I went and set up 19 fucking webcams to film and broadcast the beaches in Southern and California. if he had broken a law, he would already be arrested, Jamie, all right? Okay? I'm just saying is, you know, people say that the system favours billionaires, and so I need to reflect that. <sighs> I, I hate you. You're... You are completely screwing with your own your own system here. The graph that I make for this is going to be horrible. Um, the highest I've ever given for a dick meter is 19. <laughs> Walt Disney and Saving Mr. Banks. And of course, I don't think he's as bad as Walt Disney. Uh, but he's pretty fucking bad, so I'm going to give him an 18.5. <laughs> uh, what I love is that you've given... In Road to Perdition, in which he plays a criminal hitman who goes around killing people uh for his mob boss boss uh, i gave him a you three gave him less of a dig <laughs> yep, gave him a three walt disney <laughs> and this guy um i'm, I'm sticking with that uh, no, i know i i'm not gonna give him 18.5 i'm looking at that now and I, I i like i like walt disney being as much of an outlier as he is um but this guy is a royal wanker so i'm gonna go back to our roots uh, and give him a five um he he is he is an absolute twat in this film. Um, he he wants to invade privacy and also kind of proxy run multiple countries. So does the hero of the film. Yeah, you know? and yeah, and she's also terrible. If this was the, the Emma Watson dick meter, we'd be having a much larger conversation about how she broadcast her parents' sex life and also murdered her ex-boyfriend. Um... Anyway, she did not commit murder. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, prove it, it in court, James. Prove it in court. Right. I, I would argue she at to... least tortured him. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. She well, definitely doxed him. Um, is is this film going in your hands, Uh No, no. Of course it isn't. No, absolutely not. However, uh, I am I am intrigued uh, that in the next the next four run of four films, we've we've we might have a good strong ending to uh, to. To Hank's Bank with the post, Toy Story Four, A Beautiful Day in Neighbourhood, and Greyhound. Uh, there's there's some heavy hitters in there, so um, I'm glad we've got this horrible disaster class of a movie uh, out the way. Also, again, I I would like to reiterate, I don't think I, Tom Hanks Playtone that like sort it the fuck out. Like the majority of the things that Tom Hanks has been in as a Playtone production have been not good, and it's 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 a a blight on Tom Hanks's career. Uh, he needs to to do better. I, I, 
I wouldn't necessarily go that far. I would say I wouldn't be surprised if some of these are tax dodgers. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> they feel, some of these feel a bit like tax dodgers, right? Like, if they don't make money, they don't make money. But they all do. Like, that's the thing. The majority of them make their money back. Like, Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. They're, they're not, they're not uh, like like complete well ithaca was a box office flop but but um, and, and I, I i yeah ithaca was but even if ithaca wasn't a playtone it was um, ithaca I, was playtone oh, what the fuck what i know I? right he um, just made he just made his mate's film she, she meg ryan was like miss you know tom you know how we're friends can you just give me like 20 million dollars and he was like oh his, go on his, man i think i think what this goes back to and i think we talked about this a lot on the early days of the show is that what it takes for an actor to be considered a classic actor, you know, uh, uh, an actor of renown, is not 90 movies of bangers. It is five. Oh, yeah. It is, no, no, it Tom, is like, you, Tom Hanks you made his five really great films. No, no. It, it, and he's in good films in the 2000s, in good films from the 2010s. Like, he, there are good movies in there. British Spy is great. Like, it's. It is that people, you know, you. We remember, oddly enough, considering most of society, as they always say, it takes uh, what seven good things to overcome one bad thing. When it comes to movies, the ratio is more like it takes ten bad movies to overcome the goodwill from one good movie. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, when we don't put uh, something in a Hanks bank, we, of course, must decide something else to present to the aliens to keep them satiated for one more week. Um, so, Alexander, what are you going to present to the aliens this week? Uh, I'm going to present another, uh, movie. Uh, I watched last weekend. It was a fun time. Uh, you know, it also makes you think about surveillance. Jamie, uh, a circle obviously is a kind of continuous, uh, shape. Uh, and I think about this in terms of human geography. What is like a circle, but in, in not human geography, but natural geography. And of course I think of an island. And that makes me think of Shutter Island. Oh, very so Shutter good Island is going in my Hanks bank this week. Uh, it's a fun film. It is a film that once you've seen it once, the second time you watch it, it is a very different viewing experience. Uh, and it's... I, I can't say any spoilers because people might not have watched it. But watch it. It's really good fun. Watch it twice even. Um, it's a good time. Yeah, no. Absolutely very good choice. Um, I am going to present Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, which oh, I've been choice. playing this week. And oh boy, oh, that's just... That's just a cold, a co- <laughs> I say a cold hug. It's a cold hug of nostalgia. Wow. Um, uh, Learning a lot about the Jones household today. <laughs> um, it, it took me back to my childhood. It's real good fun. It's just you just do flippy flips and you do melons and indies and 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 McTwist nine hundreds and you just have a whale of a time. So me and the baby for, Yodas. For- well, yes. For people who don't know, Jamie was on the pro skater circuit uh, from the years <laughs> of ninety eight to two thousand and six. Uh, yes, in fact, I was. Uh, I, I I had first rights of refusal uh, for the original Tony Hawk's Pro Skater games. They were going to be the Jamie Jones Pro Skater games, but um, you know, I thought, you know, I'm getting out the game. I'll give it to a young upstart. You know, someone who who needs a little bit of help. Uh, by the name of Tony Hawk, and uh, and and look what my benevolence has done now. Um, so that is Hank's Pank for one more week. Uh, we are <laughs> just 
dangerously encroaching on uh, entering into one of the episodes uh, where the episode is longer than the film itself. Uh, so <laughs> let's try and uh, wrap this up nice and quickly. Of course, you can follow us on uh, at Hank's Bank Pod, uh, uh, on Twitter. You can follow me at Jimmy P. Loxon, Al at Al underscore C's underscore stuff. Um, shoot us a message on any of our social medias if you think you have figured out um, who the uh, sequel to Hank's Bank is going to be about. Uh, and so you can prove yourself as not a dum-dum. Uh, but of course, we will not tell you if you are correct. Um, and listen to our episode next week where we are going to be reviewing The Post, which will be very exciting. I've never seen it before. I am super excited about it. Um, what else can uh, our dear listeners do, Alexander? Uh, in the spirit of the circle, you can grab your camera uh, or your phone, I guess, if you're, if you're, you know, like that, and you can shove it in people's faces and start screaming at them until they download every episode of Hank's Bank, okay? That's the best way to get societal change, guys, is shoving your phones in random strangers' faces and telling them to download Hank's Banks. Do it. Do it now. Is this a dangerous suggestion, Jamie? I have no criminal liability. I don't live in countries. I, I live in my own independent state, okay? You can't take me, bastards. <laughs> I got diplomatic immunity, bitches. Peace out. From me, Jamie, I'm my co-host out. That's one more ep in the bank. Why do they call it the circle when everyone who works there is a square? <laughs> Horrible. Hank's back.